16,306 species of animals are endangered and could become extinct. What can we do about it? We'll find out today as we celebrate World Wildlife Conservation Day. I'm Bethany Van Delft. It's Saturday, December 4th, and this is no ordinary episode of the 10 News. This is the 10 News Gets Extra. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. World Wildlife Conservation Day has been around since 2012, when the U.S. State Department promised to protect endangered species all over the world. Together with the World Wildlife Federation, the U.S. government is working to save species that are victims of wildlife crimes like poaching and trafficking. Yes! There are five species most at risk. Number one, elephants. These giant herbivores are endangered by poaching because of the illegal trade in ivory, the material that makes up their tusks. Aw, man. In parts of the world, some elephants are evolving without tusks as a result. Life, uh, finds a way. Number two, rhinos. Like elephants and their tusks, rhinos are killed for their horns. This is terrible. But there is good news. Black rhinos have made a comeback. Their population has doubled since 1995, and white rhinos are no longer endangered. Number three, tigers. These big, beautiful cats can be victims of poaching and trafficking, but tigers in the wild have grown in number from 3,000 in 2016 to almost 4,000 thanks to conservationist efforts. Number four, gorillas. Our primate cousins, mountain gorillas, are one of the most endangered creatures on the planet. Scientists once thought these majestic animals would be extinct by the year 2000. Seriously? But fortunately, populations are also growing. There are five times as many gorillas in the world now as there were 40 years ago. (laughs) Number five, sea turtles. Maybe you already know that sea turtles face risks from fishing nets and ingesting plastic bags, but poachers can also pose a danger to sea turtles. Bummer. Sea turtles are really important to their ecosystem. They eat jellyfish. Without them, the jellyfish population would grow too large, endangering other marine life. They help seagrass grow, which is vital to the sea's food chain. They also promote dune grass growth, which is vital to the beach's food chain. To help stop wildlife crime, you can take a pledge with the World Wildlife Federation. Find the link in the show notes at the10news.com. Lots of states around the country are trying to protect wildlife. Correspondent Ryan Ers reports from Florida on some recent efforts. Question. You like animals? Of course you do then you should be excited about today, which is World Wildlife Conservation Day. It's all about raising awareness for animals that are under the threat of extinction. Okay, now, I know when we start talking about things like extinction and how we need to preserve animal habitats, it can get a little... But hey, buck up, because just this year in Florida, where I live, we got some amazing news when it comes to conservation. See... Just this past June, the state passed the Florida Wildlife Corridor Act. What's that, you say? Let me explain. So, 
In between Florida's two coasts are some of the country's richest ecosystems, like forests and swamps and timberlands. And in those ecosystems are some of America's coolest species of animals, 700 of which could disappear if we're not careful. Okay, that's bad. So here's how the new law works. Think of Florida as a quilt. All of the state's natural areas are like different patches in that quilt. Some of the patches are public lands or state parks or national forests, even farmland. But if you look at them all together, they're actually just one long connected green quilt. Got it? Okay. Well, what the Florida Wildlife Corridor will do is make sure that, from the bottom to the very top of the state, 8 million acres of these lands will be protected and connected. This will allow animals like the endangered Florida panther and the incredible Florida black bear to roam throughout the entire state to find food and reproduce. I'll bet you didn't even know Florida had panthers. Nope. Well, now you know. Anyway, the wildlife corridor will even go underneath roads and interstates. Wildlife biologists like Joe Guthrie have set up what they call camera traps to show that the corridor is actually working and that animals really are roaming all over the place. Looking back through the photos of this camera trap, the whole gang is here. You've got a coyote, you see a bobcat. Joe gets especially excited when rare and endangered species show up and do their thing, which includes handstands. There's a spotted skunk. Always wanted to see one on a camera trap, and I just never have. They got this tail that looks like a little tuft of feathers. They actually do a handstand straight up in the air, and their back legs go straight up in the air. God, it's so cute. You heard that right. Skunks do handstands. What? It's a way of scaring off predators. Don't believe me? Check it out on YouTube. Now, one of the ways that the Florida Wildlife Corridor will help skunks keep doing handstands is by slowing down land development. And by that, I mean people buying land and building houses and malls, all that human stuff. The problem is, lots of people are moving to Florida, almost a thousand new residents per day. But thanks to the Wildlife Corridor Act, the state will buy up a bunch of land and not allow it to be developed for housing. Instead, it's going to house awesome animals. There will be Florida panthers carrying cubs around in their mouths and bears scratching their backs against pine trees, flying squirrels and bobcats, long-tailed weasels and northern yellow bats. But guess who else will benefit from the Florida Wildlife Corridor? I'll give you one hint. It's another type of animal. Time's up. I'm talking about us, humans. See, Florida's many beautiful springs and rivers are not just where manatees swim. It's the source of drinking water for millions of residents. So stopping the development of lands helps keep water clean so we can drink it. Now, the wildlife corridor will not solve all of Florida's problems. There are still toxic blooms of algae that are not good for our drinking water. And even with all this conservation, thousands of people will keep moving to the state, encroaching on animal lands. But to me, this is the type of positive conservation story that we need right now. Because if we can create space for all of these extraordinary animals and try to balance their needs with ours, then every World Wildlife Conservation Day will be less 
and more of a celebration. Today's fun fact comes to us from the sea, where turtles have been living for over 110 million years. No way! That's right. Sea turtles have been on Earth since the dinosaurs were around. Perhaps a friendly sea turtle waved at a mosasaurus. You know the one, the giant sea dinosaur with lots of teeth from Jurassic World. Although, maybe sea turtles kept their distance. I know I would. I'm on your side. What's that over there? I think it's a... What? What? What's the big idea? Trivia on the 10. U.S. presidents often bring their pets with them when they move to the White House. Some White House pets are as famous as their owners. But which U.S. president had the most pets? Was it A. Theodore Roosevelt, B. Abraham Lincoln, or C. Calvin Coolidge? Did you guess it? The answer is... A. Theodore Roosevelt. President Roosevelt's children had dozens of pets, including two cats, five dogs, a small bear named Jonathan Edwards, a lizard named Bill, guinea pigs named Admiral Dewey, Dr. Johnson, Bishop Duane, Fighting Bob Evans, and Father O'Grady, Maud the Pig, Josiah the Badger, Eli Yale the Blue Macaw, Baron Spreckle, the hen, a one-legged rooster, a hyena, a barn owl, Peter the rabbit, a snake named Emily Spinach, and Algonquin the pony. Whew! That is a lot of pets. Time's up. But before we go, here's a quick note for the grown-ups. If you can't take the heat, it may be time for some cool clothing. The only way to play it cool this summer is in brand new Tommy John's. When you wear Tommy John, you're that much cooler, so you can do everything better thanks to breathable, lightweight fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. With dozens of comfort innovations, Tommy John makes you look super hot while feeling super cool. From lounging at home to summertime fun. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers, they have fanatics. With over 17 million pairs sold, people love Tommy John underwear and loungewear. I love wearing my Tommy John loungewear because it feels great after a long day. You should get Tommy John too. Plus, you're always covered with their best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. So shop TommyJohn.com slash T-E-N-N-E-W-S now for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash 10 news for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash 10 news. See site for details. Thanks for listening to the 10 News. Look out for new episodes on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and extras on Saturdays. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcasts and is distributed by iHeartRadio. The 10 News creative team is pledging to protect wildlife, as you should too, and includes Tracy Crooks, Pete Musto, Adam Bernard, Tessa Flannery, and Natalie Alonzo. Ryan Nurse contributed to this episode. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle, and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. I'm Bethany Van Delft, and thanks for listening to the 10 News. Just in case you're wondering, the name Emily Spinach came to be. 
because the snake was green as spinach and slim as their Aunt Emily. I looked it up. I had to know. This podcast has been named a Common Sense Selection by Common Sense Media, recognized for its outstanding content for kids and families.